0: All right. Well, we might as well uh, start off with the feature event blanks, the McKinnon stakes. Talking earlier, I think it's a, like, it's a belt of a race, isn't it? There's plenty of intrigue. I think a lot of horses hit it on the up. There's a lot of different form lines. And then favourite Zaki is, you know, what do you do with him? A rich tapestry of intrigue.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> um,
1: yeah, I'm not um, – I haven't been Zaki's biggest fan I suppose, and so I look at him there tomorrow and I think inside two to one, you're coming off a plain run with not a single excuse in the world, and a setback that costs you a run in between, um, very smart, stable, so I don't, you know, they they front up here and, and decide that he's good to go, so I take that on face value, but um, it's hard not to want to get him beat, Even though the other thing you've got to concede, and and I do concede, is that if he runs up to his Doom and Cup rating, he will win. And maybe even a couple of others as well. But
0: uh, he looks there for the taking to me. Thoughts? Yeah, well, we've been anti Zaki all the way through. It's interesting, this is when I would sort of um, want to find him. But he's 240, so well done. Oh so, so why do you want to
1: fight?
0: <laughs> oh no, you know sometimes swimming again following is probably a better way of making your money than sort of conforming to everyone else's thoughts and everyone was Zaki all the way through and if you were against last night, you know you got your, your big collect, so now it's yeah. sort of, I thought the gloss would come off a little bit, but it hasn't. And, uh, I mean, is he the greatest lay of all time? Like, he's had a setback, and he was terrible last start, and he's 240. I'm talking about greatest lay at the price, not in terms of his. I was going to say, no, he's not the greatest lay. Yeah. but if he's going <laughs> to trade, you know, 240, there's enough there to, you know, be against, isn't it? Oh, yeah, I'll be against. Yeah, I'll be against. Pretty much
1: inside, two to one, I'll be against. So more from a am going to go and find the winner somewhere else" point of view, rather than necessarily laying him, blonk. Yeah, but there's enough there. There's enough there to, to take him on with, and the one that I wanted to take him on with, and do want to take him on with, is um, Mighty Mwanga through the through the Cox Plate, and I think eight nine dollars about him in the in the early markets is is probably too big. He was he was trendy in the the Cox Plate; people wanted to to find him there. So I could. his Cox Plate run was terrific. So if you liked him there, I, I wouldn't be thinking you, you're bailing out. That's for sure and certain. So he ran his race there into the heat of it, and he hit his usual flat spot. So the fastest point of the race, he actually ran the slowest split, and then he moved into the race really strongly, and then he blew out. And that was the case of everything except for the two that had the cheapest, most efficient runs. So... Those two that had the, the efficient runs pulled clear. And I think it was a case of a race where the margins weren't reflective of the the race on the day. So the first two won by, you know, they pulled well away and, and won well. But I think it was a case of small inputs having big outputs and, and affecting the margins in that way. We saw that was very elegant. She was the same. She powered into the race and, and then just flew right out late in the piece. So... That worked as a, a pretty nice little platform for her on Tuesday. So I'd love to see something similar happen with Mwanga tomorrow. I certainly think 8 or $9, I think, undersells how, how close he could get to Zaki and how close he would be to Zaki if he, if he did get you know, to a new peak off that off that last start run.
0: Yeah, I find it interesting Colette is the second marker let in the race. I don't think there's anything really between her and Hungry Heart. I would sort of have a price fairly similar. So I guess Mwanga is one that stands out. In the early market.
1: yep. Now I agree with that. I think, actually, of the four that back up off the mile races last week, I don't think there's much between all of them. And I don't think 2,000 metres is an issue for any of them. But I will say, of the four, I think Hungry Heart's the one most likely to run a much improved race for 2,000 metres. So, I mean, we've been banging on and banging on about how... She yeah, the 2,000 metres. Yeah, the 2,000. Well, she gets there. So, and... Again, last week her last four hundred, two hundred meters was, you know, get her to two thousand meters for the love of God. So here she is, two thousand meters. It's not easy, of course. And I would say through through the Epsom, you know, she's got a little bit of work to do to to match Shane Wanga through that through that race there. But um, yeah, two thousand meters is the the big ace that she holds, and and maybe that makes her a, an interesting horse as well. As I said, of the four from last week, I don't think there's much between them. They're all competitive. I think they'll all run well again. Backing up 2,000 looks good for all of them. Interesting, Cascadian's never been there. But the way he I would think that'd be no problem for him. Um, so I expect all four, and maybe that's why this is a good race. I think all four will run to their peak or near enough, which which will make for a really good race.
0: But Hungry Heart might be the one who can do something more. Yeah, I think so. The interesting thing with Mo is his price at the moment, he did STs you know, 550 in the Cox plate. We spoke earlier. This isn't better than the Cox plate. I think it's a great race. I think it's a better race in terms of the chances and I guess not value, but in terms of, you know, there's not a lot between a few runners here where I guess in the Cox plate, that wasn't the case. You've already touched on very elegant, obviously coming through it. And then the two in front of her, you know, look to be genuine superstars now. So he, it's interesting. You'd be surprised if there's not a press for him, in the market tomorrow. Um, I guess the interesting thing with Zaki is what do you think they do? Do the like, Homesman, Homesman lead from the inside to Zaki? I think they're still – we didn't get a chance to see it in the Cox Plate, but I was confident they were going to really you know, roll forward and possibly take it up in that race. They were um, They were talking smack about that before the race went, or was that just you? I think it was just me. I think it was me reading between <laughs> the lines. But, I, yeah, I did feel they felt – Craig Williams didn't give him the best C in the mind okay. power, which is, I mean, he's one out, one back. Like, what more could he have done? But I I felt like they've gone faster. Yeah, they should have gone harder. Yeah. You know, McDonald back on okay. tomorrow. You're interesting to see what they do with Zach. I th- we're going to get a truly run 2,000 metres. And hungry heart, please. Um, this is her chance. She's flying, I think. And the quick backup just... I've found McAvoy again and I'm sick, but surely he can't do it again, right? He'll get around. Yeah.
1: So hey, you can't get, get into trouble, trouble there. You <laughs> no, no, no. He can't get into
0: trouble there. I mean, he only had 40 metres to his inside yesterday and he somehow managed to, you know. <laughs> Did he think it was a cliff next to him? What was doing there? I mean, I know what happened. He wanted to, he pushed in to then go to the outside of those horses. And then she was going so well that she's pushed up in the middle of them. And then he had to wait to go back around.
1: It's another case of jockeys being ruined and having themselves hamstrung by bad instructions. The stewards thing came out that they were going to ride it for cover. Which, When they go into the stewards' room and say, we're going to ride for cover, the stewards should reject it. Oh, (laughs) When does it ever work? Because the problem with that is, if you say you're riding for cover, you're saying that before the race has started and before you know how fast they're going. So you shouldn't be allowed to do it. It's stupid. You, I will ride for cover if they're going fast enough. But you're not going to go – it's ridiculous, but, you know, whatever. That's not going to change. But they should throw that rule out. You shouldn't have to announce your tactics, and you should be instructed to ride your horse first and foremost. Mm, Worry about how it. fast your horse is going as opposed to
0: where it sits next to other horses, especially before you don't even know how fast they're going. They you see it all the time with speed maps. They worry about their specific horse and not the actual rate that the horse is in. Yeah. That's it. we we judge position relative to other horses as opposed
1: to position relative to pace and it's stupid because
0: yeah, pace yeah. makes the race, eh? Ah, it's just the annoying thing is is he did it on Quantico two days before. Oh yeah. Inside. He popped the left blinker on there, no trouble. But yesterday, just didn't want to do it. Yeah. You're killing me, Matt. He's such a lovely guy, but geez, he's killing me. <laughs> yeah. The I suppose the one that stands out for me in the market that probably shouldn't be there is private eye at ten dollars. Yeah, okay. I um I
1: didn't actually look at what price he was in the betting, but yeah, that's too short. I I think thirty three to one was where I uh plugged him in, which probably seems harsh, but I yeah. don't um
0: I mean I've seen him race Dallas then. And there yeah, was not a lot of people And he's a third of the price. And he gave him weight in the Epsom. Yeah. yeah. I think that to me that's I mean the
1: Muanga's there as well and we're saying Muunger's the bet, but I think Muanga was the best horse in the Epsom, all things considered, and i and I think he's had a nice platform since. So um yeah, I think Muanga's the best I think he's a, a measurably better horse than Private Eye. But, that's um, yeah, I didn't I didn't make Private Eye one of the he was with the rags
0: for me. I think Superstorms, You wanted him to go to the Caulfield Cup, so you, I guess you must be pleased to see him back at two thousand. Yeah, yeah, for
1: sure, and that's why I think he will run a really big race. But it's it's awful from the gate. Oh. like but... they're gonna they're
0: gonna straight up concede from there. Yeah, so
1: private eye. I was going to say he's um he almost by accident might end up in front of a couple of them because there's a few that are going to be um. Not really willing to be part of it. In fact, without with just looking at it, that map actually might be really good for um, for Mwanga as well because he's probably going to end up third, fourth. Yeah. You know, even if they don't necessarily want to be, you know, even if they're very passive, they probably still end up. He'll just land there. Yeah. So because there's a few of those, you know, private eye and and co that are
0: probably just going back. Well, Hungry Heart's going to concede. Superstorm will concede. Zaki goes forward. The Japanese horse, I don't think it'll be back. Dallasan goes forward. Private Eye concedes. Kalim is Kale- <laughs> <so> he, <laughs> he lives to the 1-1. He, he, lives, lives he lives there. So, yeah, I think you've talked me into it, but the 750 probably is the bet in the race at this stage. Yeah, I, I think they're getting a little bit better. So I think he'll start shorter than that.
1: But I mean, it, the, those sort of prices obviously swing a little bit on on Zaki as well. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be a massive. I so the the thing about Mwanga as well is that he does have that big margin last start. So I'm coming up with some trendy maths to say that the margin was unfair and he was pretty close to them. But um, some of the models that take him more literally will have that as a, a down rating. Mm. So you know, he might not be firm firm, but it is interesting that he was he was popular in the in the cox plate so and I, I said I think you you're being very unfair to say that
0: he dented his reputation there well he at one point he bombed up into it and I thought he was just going to run away with it and then he just sort of obviously yeah. as he touched on
1: yeah and I think it's a really interesting race actually to study the, the pace of it because as you say he, he trucks into the race and, and then just completely blows out and so I suppose if you took sort of a naive view of that is that he didn't stay but you'd also, if you if you took that view, you'd almost have to say very elegant didn't stay. And I got news for
0: you; she stayed. I think she did on Tuesday. <laughs> the and then you know the other flip of the coin with Zaki. You know you're at looking at his you know dollar twenty dollar thirty, and then you're talking you know we might get two to one tomorrow. Well, I'm saying I w- I would want two to one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if we'll get it. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If he's the best horse in the race, isn't he? Yeah, if he runs his, doom, yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't yeah. like the guy, but if he runs his German Cup rating, you know, even me bagging him over the fence has to admit that'll probably win it. Yeah. We no. moved to. We want to talk Daily Classic. Yeah, yeah, well, there's plenty to talk about. I marked him threes on and moved on in about thirty seconds there to mine. <laughs> I know he's got a um, he's got a bad record as a uh. Short price favourite. Heavily fancied all. So the um the old two to one rule and everything with, with nature strip is, is not in play. So he could um you know, he's got a penalty kick there tomorrow, but he could hit the crossbar. He does tend to do that. But um he was, just about have to fall. I mean, three's on says what about seventy five percent. So I mean, that's not <laughs> actually He probably wins more than that. He probably does, but I dare you to take it. No. That's actually the interesting yeah. thing is like the old so there's the old blokes who do the odds on look on, and then there's you know the new wave now who goes, oh, you know, the odds on can be value, and you know the maths of this, and it's seventy five percent. You know he probably wins more than that. But the problem with that is that it might be rational, but it's not reasonable for most people. And the other thing is that people, if you want to take odds on, because even if you, if you want to take a dollar thirty three about a true dollar fifteen chance, you know. in in a simulated world of, of models you can make and you think you've got an edge and even if you do have an edge
0: um, you'd also want to have some stones I mean the simple answer is is you just throw them in a malt.
1: <laughs> yeah
0: I mean yeah. how many multis is Nature chip going in tomorrow with four really?
1: do people do that
0: oh it's, it's just a bit of cream mate how to just throw Nature chip in all of a sudden your multi's paying you know 30% more yeah so I mean, I can, get- can almost guarantee when Zaki flamed up that multis across the country just went down its way. Yeah, this seems like such a bad idea to me. <laughs> <laughs> is there a way, obviously, from nature ship? Who do you think, who is most likely to run second?
1: It's um, a really good question. I just,
0: oh, I mean, she's
1: been... I suppose it's September run on her lightning run is run second, but she hasn't been near that in for this time in she gets mad magazine and the the blinkers tomorrow maybe that sparks her to life on the back, but she's been fairly plain she's probably strange prep September run, and she was probably forgivable enough around the valley, which didn't suit but then I think last week it was probably um all right, girl, you're back to you're back to the track you like, and the 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 race setting up the way that you like, and she was she ran to about the same level. That's the the worrying thing is that she keeps running to about the same level, and it's not
0: much good. Mm. The curse so, of the
1: Coolmore. Curse of the Coolmore. So yeah, it'll be a shame when Homer says is struggling around in this next year. <laughs> <laughs> no, he won't
0: be. It's uh Yeah, he will be. It's <laughs> done. Do you reckon Waller goes to the UK with him? Uh, yeah, I think they probably will because I think he'll probably, he'll have his arm twisted on that one, won't he? Surely. What's your, if you had him, what would be your prep with Home Affairs? Uh, I would run Lightning, New Market. Can you
1: squeeze in TJ and go over there? Uh, I think it's one or the other. Yeah, okay. Uh, without knowing the, the calendar exactly, I think you can run him in TJ. What did
0: he, what did he do with Brazen Boat? Because he went straight, Will did you... he go straight off the new market? I'll yes. oh, look yeah. it up. I've got this beautiful database of racing and sports. You tell me. I can't remember. Yeah, so he did that lightning new market,
1: and then he went straight to the Jubilee. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you could do that, or you could run in the TJ. I think you can. I think you can squeeze it in and go over there. It might be a good idea to to just go lightning new market. I mean, the lightning is the race if you wanted to, and you know, while I loves all this stuff. The the historical profiling, the lightning is the race. The lightning at Ascot has been unreal. So, so that's just a coincidence, obviously, that our best sprinters run in the lightning, and our best sprinters are good. So that <laughs> that helps you to put that little record together. But that's the way to to get there, yeah. I suppose. But I would be surprised given who owns him if he didn't make his way over there because, I mean, we all like to talk about the prize money and stuff, but it is worth a bit of money turning a horse like that into a dual hemisphere. Is he by I'm Invincible?
0: Looking at him. Hold on. And is that who is by? I believe that is correct.
1: Yeah, and so Brazen Bowes had some love over there as well. Yeah, so he'll um, they'll be pretty keen to do that. Yeah, so we talk about the bride's money, but actually, what what the Jubilee or the um, the king Stand are, are worth is um, almost irrelevant. It's worth millions for them putting that on his page. So, so the uh, so the and man... he's good enough.
0: He's good enough.
1: So, does he land with Aiden or does Chris take?
0: Uh, I think they
1: would let. I mean, I don't know, but I feel like they'd probably let Waller run the show over there. He only went over there with Brazen Bow. He said, like, I'm coming back with a team. And then yeah. ever since then, he spent, how long long's that been, six, seven years? Yeah. He spent six, seven years talking about the importance of international racing and about, you know, the global scene and hasn't been part of it. But I think deep down, somewhere in there, he wants to be. He wants to be. So, well, what's
0: he got left here now? The slipper? Oh, to win here? Yeah. Yeah, not much. Big box, big box picked on Tuesday. Does, do they go overseas with her? That's the big question. Surely not. You missed the boat there.
1: You've got to take them at their peak, not when they're... I mean, I know she did run a peak on Tuesday, but it's by um, it's like the country trainers coming to town after they've just won six on the bounce and then oh. the handicap has already smashed I mean, them. I mean, and then they go, oh, it's hard to measure up in town. It's, like, it's hard to measure up in town when you've
0: shown your hand in the bush. Yeah, that's um, that's a frustrating one when you look at those horses. Because you can understand it's not easy, but you blow your chances pretty quickly. Yeah. Bit of racing trivia. So the last four winners have all of the Dalek Sprint Classic. have all come through the Everest. Who's the only one to win that? Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, it's not really a question. Red Devil. Oh, Red right. did. Yeah, yeah. They did a double. Courtesy of Wayne Bristow. Ah, there you go, the great man, the rain man. So um, we've looked
1: at the two group. I mean, we don't need to look at that anymore. No,
0: that's
1: the time honoured feature up in Sydney. Have you got something for us there? The the country classic. Well, if you've got something in the country classic, do tell. But I was going to. Are we calling it Golden Gift Race Day or Hot Danish
0: Race Day? Uh, it should be Hot Danish Race Day, but I'm pretty sure they're going with Golden Gift. Which, to me, I know the breeder winner is there, but it looks pretty bog average, right? I have no idea. You were telling the story there.
1: I'm uh, asking the questions now, pal. I
0: thought you were chiming in. No, I do want to ask you, the. generally, the breeders and the gym crack, I mean, how we do things, they generally come up looking pretty fast. But, obviously, the gym crack was this year, but the breeders look to be fairly slow. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, it was not very good. Um, And
1: I'm sure there'll be nice horses in it because there is every year, but they didn't run fast on that
0: day. Which is a concern. Well, yeah, I suppose. I suppose. Is there... The winner's in the gold, yes. The winner's in there. And the form rating obviously looks outstanding, but the time figure is garbage. Well, it it only outstands stands out because there's no other form, right? Yeah.
1: The I mean,
0: and the market isn't any though either. Like it's not favourite, so the market yeah, knows. The market knows. It knows. It knows. Because you, know. you got the the Joe Pride horse, Shelatin, ran really well on debut, just a thousand metres at Randwick, but sectionals were very good for this level. But big S C, that's a little niggle, but. I was going to say,
1: were the section? I'm just looking at it now, and I'm so I'm playing catch up here. But were the sectionals? Oh yeah, okay, I can see that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure we're looking at the same numbers.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'd be worried if we were Ah, okay. So you could make him actually the best horse on the day, better than the winner, OJ. Yeah. Who okay. is also here. So.
0: Yeah. I so guess. Don't tell me the
1: market knows this too.
0: The market does know. It's amazing how cluey this market is. Yeah. The I guess the big thing the way I sort of read into the big S P on debut was that they were happy to concede from the wide draw and, you know, not give him a run, but in terms of an educational run and now he draws, you know, middle. Hopefully he's able then to take up a position because if he's you don't want obviously you don't want to be backing any horse that's gonna get that far back. The point with Joe Pride saying he's like two year old, not his caper at all and that's probably also led to the big S P on debut.
1: Oh yeah, did my did
0: I drop my massive
1: bombshell that he's only ever had fifteen two-year-old winners? Yeah, I don't, make make,
0: the, I don't think came, the they didn't make the airways either. No, so it was, it was only 10, what was it? 2 15.
1: fifteen two-year-old
0: winners and only two before
1: May. And that's ever, ever. Well so, he's um, it's not been his game. So maybe if you're trying to price up a two-year-old race with no information, you probably do start with with Joe Pride at a big price. So that could explain the big SP on Debu and yeah. Now that it's shown talent, you don't have yeah. to lean so much on little bits of information like who trains it so much. In fact, I mean, if anyone is um, pricing up a race and holding Joe Pride against a horse, they're um, they're completely mental.
0: Um, yeah. The
1: yeah,
0: I guess the one you would have ran your eye over down in, in Melbourne, Bell or Noble. Ah, oh, uh, yeah, no, I wouldn't. Um,
1: I wouldn't get excited about that race. Yeah. Soft track, Valley Thousand, I don't I, I mean, it was yeah. in the market there, and, and maybe it'll be... Um, oh, actually, I've just realised what horse that was. Yeah. Yeah, he actually was probably the best horse in that race. He shaped pretty well.
0: Oh, so it's on All right, that's enough of the golden gift. I don't think... Yeah. Right. I'm not even... I'm not having a bet in it, so... Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Uh, I do actually have one in the Country Classic,
1: though. All right, well, sign us off with a uh, – that's my uh, subtle – let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. <laughs> it's like you're behind because it's cup week. Yeah. So sign us off with the. Um, I did rate that Philly as well this morning. Oh, yeah, where she land? Who's better, her or fangirl? She's better than fangirl. In fact, almost remarkably, her win yesterday was probably – it looks better on paper than it did in real life. Really? <laughs> yeah, which is kind of um, – Kind of incredible. I've got a, a couple of different ways to do it, but I've got a. I reckon she beat the second filly by twenty two pounds. So even though the class two winner in more football, it's still significant. She's still got to be in low nineties or something like that. I mean, the typical second there is about a hundred in that race. So let's say that she's a terrible second for that race, and she's rated well. Let's say ninety. Then I reckon she's run one hundred and twelve with a bullet. I don't think you'll get a bigger bullet where. And I think she's probably a little bit better than ninety, the second filly, and the third filly, and the fourth filly. Like you got to run it all the way through. I think most likely she's run. I mean, she's the best filly in the country so far, and better than Fangirl, better than Fangirl, and way better than the two group one winners. Yeah, I which was, I mean, we did. I think not people probably all think the way that through, right. but
0: we were. I didn't suspect. It's not it, I didn't suspect it was this
1: filly. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's not outrageous
0: for looking what the Phillies had done. We were waiting for something.
1: Ah, there's been such a patchy lot, but that's a, that was real. Yeah, as I said, it looks looks better on paper than than it did when she was cartwheeling away from them. So, so a yeah. 110, but we sort of feel she's mid-teens. And this one's mid-teens, and I sort of feel like she might be proper group one. Where would she have figured in the Cornwall? No. Different race, but she'd be interesting, in there. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... I I think she's better than Bruckner, who runs second in it. Yeah, interesting.
0: Yeah, it's it. She um, you know, I mean, you see a lot of horses troll <laughs> well, uh, yeah. and going into it, you know, it's hard because you know, small field wet track work farm, But her trials were, you know, you, she looked top drawer, and then yeah, the way they backed back there yesterday was like all right, and then he's taking the piss on her really. Oh, so that's interesting. So. Yeah, it's I, funny. Well, the two best buddies in the country didn't take the traditional route at all, really. No, they've just turned up Cupwick, and both of them have absolutely exploded too. Yeah, Chris Waller, take a bow. Yeah.
1: Speaking of high-quality horses, sign
0: us off with this country classic winner, will we? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think uh, I think it will be Dream Runner's favourite. So well done for finding it. But I think it's uh, the case of he's actually got legitimate form coming through, you know, the likes of Yee Mighty Bill. obviously off-season, you know, they're not stakesy sort of stayers, but they're decent stayers for that level in Sydney. And he's been, you know, good there, giving them weight. So I thought his performance last uh, sort of sets him up well for this. And the best thing about it, big field, and he's just going to land there. Like, I don't think Robbie Dolan's going to have to do much at all, and he should probably land um, the back of the leading bunch, which... I think it's a massive plus because Kibitzel was a good performance no, like to win, a good staying performance. Tim Clark from wide draw, yeah, he's got that. no choice. He's going to have to you know, get rolling on him, and he needs to. He knows that on that sort of horse. You know, you can't ride him for a turn of foot. He's going to make it a true staying test, which generally favours uh, the better performed and the better class horses, which is dream runner in this race. So I think he okay. tracks Kibitzel in the run. I think you'll need a, always need a touch of luck getting off the fence in touch a big field but I do expect him to string out they're not going to bunch up in this it'll be a true staying test I think he'll just pick up Kibitzel in the straight and be too good for him so I thought he was probably one of the better bets in Sydney there tomorrow I think there's a few you know there's plenty of dead wood in the race and he should settle ahead of most of it so that's the way I'll sign off on this Rose Hill race 5 number 2 dream runner give him strength alright beautiful Catches next week oh we won't be on next week I'm actually taking a break, so we'll probably reconvene in a couple of weeks. But thanks to everyone for tuning in and uh, all the best thanks tomorrow. To you. Hopefully everyone has a winning day. Cheers.